Welcome, brethren. Welcome to all of you, uh, wherever you are. Uh, Brother Tim's testimony reminded me of something similar, though not quite so dramatic. Uh, but I also had a, a serious illness and basic training that was probably life-changing too, and I never did until this moment stop to think, uh, was this something that the Lord's hand was in? Because uh, obviously, normally we look at it the opposite way. And uh, certainly then when I was in the world. So interesting, a whole new way of looking at things and wondering about uh, how things might have been different. The Lord knows what he's doing, actually. And uh, all, of us, uh, all of us need to realize that all things work together for good in the end. So very interesting and uh, actually profound uh, testimony by Brother Tim. Um, our subject is God wants what God wants. Happy, high-functioning Christians. Now, uh, my working title was high-performance Christians, and uh, I always like to check as I, when I think about it to see what other people say. And there was a lot of negative things about high-performance Christians, and it's all based on the fact that it's too hard. <laughs> And uh, it's so hard, it makes us discouraged. <laughs> makes people discouraged. And that is what they put out over and over again. All oh, this high-performance Christianity is not, for, uh, not uh, legitimate. It's not real. It's not for us. So um, to answer that kind of criticism before it started, I put high-functioning. <laughs> but uh, remember, it is really high-performance. Uh, the Lord requires for, uh, from us a high performance, high standard of performance. Now, it's not legalism, and uh, those who do uh, slip into a legalistic way of thinking on this are making a serious mistake. It is... Uh, uh, on the deepest level that um, the Lord has loved us and has, uh, has um, saved us and uh, because he loves us first, we love him. And as we love him, we obey. And that's what it's all about, actually. Uh, on a superficial level, as far as the world can see, it is, oh, look at those legalistic Davidians having to watch the uh, inches of their heels, their dress, or their weight, or this or that. But that's not the actual uh, situation at all. The, God does want 144,000 plus high-functioning Christians. He wants it, and he's going to get it. Uh, what the only question is, are we going to be part of that high-functioning group? And I hope that we all are brethren, but we have to be willing to pay the price, to be part of it. It's a good price, though. This is our opening thought. The Lord would have all his sons and daughters happy, peaceful, and obedient. Through the exercise of faith, 
the believer comes into possession of these blessings. Through faith, every deficiency of character must be supplied, every defilement cleansed, every fault corrected, every excellence developed. And we know that uh, righteousness by faith is um, the standard. Uh, it is not uh, righteousness by um, works. It's, works are not going to save us. Uh, if someone uh, uh, were to say, it's not the, um, the length of my dress, the inches of my heel, or the pounds of my weight, or whatever that is going to save um, them or anyone, you must acknowledge that it's true. We are not under righteousness by works, but you must show them what James says. Uh, if you have faith, you will have works. And if you have no works, you have no real faith. And that is just the way it, it is. So. Um, we want uh, everyone to understand that we are not working our way to heaven, but the Lord does need to have a special group of people, high performance people, who can go out there and do certain things, certain difficult things. It's not easy. This is not the easy way uh, to heaven. I was talking to my wife earlier today, and uh, we were talking about um, the easy religion to heaven. There is a religion that has an easy way to, uh, to salvation. That is the Unitarian Universalist. The Universalist comes from the part where everybody universally is going to be saved in their view. And that's a good, easy way to uh, a religion. If you, um, if you want an easy religion, uh, just where you're going to end up may be a surprise, but uh, they think that everybody is going to be saved. And you don't have to do anything either, by the way. You're gonna be saved regardless. Uh, so the way to uh, the kingdom for us is through Righteousness by faith, through obedience, through the practice of the things that the Lord has told us. It is not through, and this is a misunderstanding of faith. I have faith in the message, brother. I believe every word. And, and, and there are many Davidians who think that's all there is. That's not what righteousness by faith means. We do have to practice. We do have to have, wor have works commensurate with our belief. But if we do, if we are willing to uh, obey, the Lord wants us to be peaceful. He wants us to be happy. He wants us to have every good thing, every good uh, 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 virtue, every good characteristic that he has uh, told us about. He wants us to have these good things. He doesn't necessarily care about whether we have uh, the good things of the world, a new car, uh, a big house, uh, um, uh, um, uh, you know, all the other things that go along with a, a, the, the success in the world, but he does want us to have 
all these good things in our life uh, and character. And so he will give us these good things. Uh, He will answer our prayer if he hears our prayer. And we think God hears prayers, brother. He hears all prayers. And as Davidians, we should know by now he doesn't hear every prayer. But if, if he does hear our prayer, uh, he will answer our prayer and we will receive all the good things uh, that uh, we ask for and that he knows we should have. With that thought, let us uh, kneel for prayer. Our Father in heaven, we thank you once again that we can come before thee uh, on this Sabbath afternoon. We thank you for the privilege that we have of of being potentially part of this uh, great and wonderful body of people, the 144,000 saints and ministers. We pray that we will be willing, that, we will, that you will help us become willing to uh, pay the price, to make the effort successfully of being part of this uh, group. That we will, we will do everything possible, everything required, everything necessary uh, for us to be among uh, this group of people. We pray that you will not only uh, uh, grant us this uh, uh, good uh, gift, uh, but you will also uh, uh, do this uh, same thing for all your faithful uh, children, wherever they are, that uh, we may someday be one united, uh, happy family in the kingdom. We pray in a special way for those who are sick among us, we, pray, we thank you for bringing uh, Brother Joe uh, back uh, to our local um, uh, 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 hospital and rehab, and we pray that uh, he will continue to improve, and we pray not only for him, but for all those others who have asked for special prayer wherever they are. And especially we pray for those who have not the resources to help themselves, that you will uh, uh, impress the hearts of those around them to do for them what they can't do themselves. And we also ask you to, to work in a, in a special and miraculous way for these uh, people, if it is thy will. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. God answers prayers that he hears. Prayer is heaven's ordained means of success in the conflict with sin and develop and the development of the Christian character. The divine influence that comes in answer to the prayer of faith will accomplish in the soul of the suppliant all for which he pleads. For the pardon of sin, for the Holy Spirit, for Christ-like temper, for wisdom and strength to do his work, for any gift he has promised, we may ask, and the promise is, ye shall receive. And 
the promise is certain, brethren. If God hears our prayer, he will answer it. Now, we like to think, uh, the, those in the world especially, uh, the cheap grace, uh, easy salvation people, uh, they, but the Lord hears all our prayers, brother. He hears the prayers of every person. Well, it's not so. He, the Lord hears the prayer of the penitent sinner in the world. If there's a sinner in the world, in the gutter, who has reached out in faith to the Lord to ask him for forgiveness, do you know that the Lord will hear his prayer? Yes, he will. But do you know that the Lord does not hear the prayer of many Davidians, so-called? Yes, he doesn't, brethren. Why? It is a shocking and serious situation. We do not uh, we meet the qualifications for the Lord to hear us in prayer sometimes. Now, one of the things that requirements is that we do not have any open sin. And we do need to take care of that. It is, a, it is one of the greatest, uh, it, uh, um, if not the greatest uh, blessing of being a Christian, that we can go to the Lord for any sin at all, and he will forgive us if we, are, if, we want, if we truly want him to forgive us. He will forgive us. And even if it's the 77th time we've come to the Lord with that same sin, uh, do not have any doubt in your mind. If you truly are sorry for that sin and want the Lord's forgiveness, he will forgive you at that point, at that instant. And you must, of course, do the things that he has asked you to do, but this is the fact. We don't have to have sin on our account. There are other reasons the Lord doesn't hear us. Some of us are walking in the sparks of our own making. If we do, the Lord is not going to hear us. Uh, it is very common for people to do this in Davidia. Unfortunate, but common. So, while the Lord is hearing the prayer of the honest sinner in the gutter, sometimes he's not hearing the dishonest prayer of the Davidian. It's, it's a serious situation. We think because we are a higher level of knowledge that we have a, we're closer standing to the Lord and he is going to give us special uh, consideration. Not so, it's the other way around. We have a higher standard to meet and a higher requirement for the Lord to hear us because we know more or we should know more. So yes, we shall receive all the good things as we are qualified to, to ask and receive them. He does not hear the prayers of, of the impenitent who hold on to their sin. And brethren, this is the most important thought that we can cover here because it covers everything actually. You are to put away your sin right now when you see it. Now, some people want to wait. I'll wait until I'm really ready to, uh, you know, uh, I'm not quite ready yet to get rid of that sin or to come to the Lord. Don't do that. Even if it's the 78th time that you have come to the Lord with that same sin, do it. Now, there's good reasons for everything the Lord asks us to do. And um, most of us are going to get tired of sinning and repenting. 
We're going to be embarrassed about it. We're going to be uh, troubled by it. And that's good. We need to be troubled by our sinning and repenting. And uh, so do not wait for one big repentance. Go each time and take care of the situation each time. There is sound reasons for uh, not beyond uh, just doing what the Lord says and not being in danger of, um, uh, of being out of uh, the Lord's grace. Uh, there are sound reasons for doing this. There always is, of course. But many feel that it requires too great a sacrifice to put away sin because their life does not harmonize with the pure principles of God's moral government, they reject his warnings and deny the authority of his law. So there are those who say their life does not harmonize with the Lord's requirements right now, and by and by I will come at a convenient time. And then there are those who rationalize their situation and just reject the authority of the law, period, in their case. That is an even more serious uh, uh, situation. In either case, uh, their prayers, how far do you think their prayers are going? They're impenitent. Their prayers are going nowhere, brethren. The Lord is not hearing their prayers, and we need to understand that because sometimes we may be in that situation ourselves. It's an incredibly serious, solemn situation that we don't want to be in. No matter how high a person's profession, those who are willing to be employed in gratifying the lust of the flesh cannot be Christians. Can any expect that God will accept a profession, a form, merely while the heart is withheld and they refuse to obey his commandments? And this is a very profound thought, and it's not limited here. It is, uh, it is uh, concerning all the lusts of the flesh. X mentioned, uh, and I inserted X. X mentioned had practiced these habits so long, he seemed to have lost the control of himself. He was naturally a smart man, possessing more than common abilities. He would go into the woods and spend days and nights in fasting and prayer. God did not hear his prayers. He asked God to do for him what had been in his power to do for himself. He has since died. And this is uh, the situation for many, many supposed Christians on any of the lusts of the flesh. God does not hear their prayers and they have since died because they did not do for themselves what the Lord required of them. And it's not, we don't have a, we have a pretty easy uh, uh, way of salvation. It is simply uh, believe and repent and, uh, and order your life on the, uh, and the principles of the Lord has given us. But it's not a do nothing religion. You can't just do your own thing and do nothing and you're going to be saved. And there are people here, uh, Christians, who might um, think that the Lord is going to answer their prayers uh, when they have not done anything on their side that is required. Do you know what the lusts of the flesh are? Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, 
emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Galatians 5, 19, 21. Now, it doesn't need to be quoted in the symbolic code, but it is quoted by the, uh, the rod and uh, commented on. And it is um, the definition of the, uh, the works of the flesh, the lusts of the flesh. And it's more than you might think. It includes all the things of the flesh. And for these things that we continue to practice uh, in open sin, when we don't set them aside, or we don't get them uh, washed away in the blood of uh, the Savior um, and, and, and forgiveness, uh, we will be uh, in... Uh, in open uh, impenitence uh, to, the, to the Lord, to the things that he has required of us. He cannot hear us. He cannot hear our prayers. Now, I know there's the thought that, well, he won't hear our prayers on this subject, but he could hear our prayers on other subjects. So let's see how that works. Let us say that we take the first one, adultery, and an uh, individual is, uh, is um, guilty of this sin and it's an open ongoing sin so that it is not um, forgiven. Uh, now this person goes into the woods or whatever, it doesn't matter, to pray for uh, fast and pray and uh, is going to continue and continue uh, to pray but they're still in that sin. And what if they pray for other things besides themselves? Well, they're praying for some good cause. Is the Lord going to hear them? The Lord is not hearing them. If we are uh, in uh, uh, violation of any of these things, any, any of these works of the flesh, uh, the Lord does not hear our prayer. And those, uh, those people in the past who are guilty of this have since died in their sins. And who? We can't say who. We don't know who X is. And we don't know who any individual is, but we do know that the principle is true. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but, of, but is of the world. And the world passes away, and the lust thereof passes away. It's all going to be... Um, ended. It's all uh, a, a diversion, a delusion. It's, it's all, uh, all these sins are things that take us away from the kingdom. And the world passes away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Now, this is the problem with the lusts of the flesh, the works of the flesh. It, it, it will pass away with the world and those who have the, these sins on their account, these open sins on their account, will pass away with the world themselves. David says, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. 
So we should not be so surprised. We thought that we could keep the iniquity in our heart and the Lord will hear us? No. Closely examine what is the iniquity in our heart. Is it adultery only? Adultery is A, it started the list. It is not all of the list. The list is actually all the deceits and, and wickednesses of, wickedness of the world. All, everything. Closely examine your manners and habits. Compare them with the word of God and then separate from you every wrong habit and indulgence. Every wrong habit and indulgence, everything. For God will not hear your prayers if you regard iniquity in your heart. Every wrong thing, everything that is not up to the mark, everything that we have done knowingly, and this is a key thing for us Davidians, every knowing thing that we have fallen short of that we have open in our heart. Now, of course we're going to fall short of the glory of, of, of God, but we have a remedy. Make use of the remedy every day, as quickly as you think about it. Make use of the remedy. The sins are, you might say, well, that's cheap grace. The Lord is going to forgive me over and over. Yes, he will. It's not cheap. It costs the Son of God his life. It was the greatest price that could be paid. And it was the least thing that God could do to save us. There was nothing else. But by uh, availing ourselves of this, we are, our sins are washed away. And it's washed away, brethren. As far as God is concerned, they are, uh, are taken away. Do not hesitate. Uh, uh, um, avail yourself of this, um, this incredibly um, valuable grace that the Lord has given us. Now... Uh, remember that as we do this, we cannot help but think about everything. Uh, do we really want to crucify the Lord afresh again and again and again? Do we really want to do that? No, we don't. And, and it will work on our heart. The Lord will work on our heart. The Holy Spirit will reach us. And one of the terrible things about being uh, um, in a state of uh, impenitence and... and uh, 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 separated from God is the Holy Spirit cannot work on our hearts. God does not reach us when we are in a state of, of sin, open sin. That's a serious situation. And if we are going to uh, be able to benefit from the work of the Holy Spirit, we do need to uh, 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 bring ourselves into harmony with God. We need to uh, um, uh, avail ourselves of this forgiveness uh, of sin and uh, the, Lord, the Holy Spirit will be able to <clears throat> uh, show us how terrible it is what we're doing. I mean, yes, we can get forgiveness a hundred times, a thousand times, but we don't really want to do that and he will help us uh, to not want to do it even more. And, and that is the other benefit. This is a key benefit of, of why we want to be in a state of grace, why we want to make sure that we do not allow the sin to go on and on and on, unrepented um, uh, uh, un, um, of.
Can anyone receive the seal in this condition? It is impossible for men and women while under the power and of sinful, health-destroying, brain-enervating habits to appreciate sacred truth. You know one reason why uh, people in the church don't appreciate the truth? Here's one. The minds of many take so low a level that God cannot work either for them or with them. Do you think that people who are in the power of sinful, health-destroying, brain-enervating habits uh, uh, can receive the seal? No, brethren. The Lord cannot work with them or for them. And this is a, a terrible truth that not everyone understands. And, and keep in mind that the different standards uh, apply to uh, different levels of understanding. Uh, those people in the world who do not have the knowledge that we have are judged under a different situation in, in, in many cases. Not, they can't get to heaven universally with all their sins uh, and so on. But the point is, for us who know this, we cannot walk away now and say, oh, I'm back to the usual thing and keep these sins in our, on our accounts. We can't do that. We could do it, but we're not going to receive the seal. We're wasting our time. Don't waste your time. Going through the motions of being a Davidian is the biggest waste of time in the world. There's no other possible way of wasting your time that is so, uh, uh, so huge, so calamitous, uh, so serious. Don't do it. So, if we have sin uh, uh, shortcomings, now let's say, put it like this, shortcomings. If we know we're supposed to be doing something, but we are not doing it, is that a sin or is that just a trifle? It's a sin, brethren. If we know we are supposed to be doing it, see, this is where the world is different. They don't know that they're supposed to be vegetarian health reformers. They can eat meat. They can do things that we can't do. Not with impunity, because there'll be health effects and so on. And once they have learned, once they receive the light of the third angel's message, of the health reform of the, of the, of the shepherd's rod message, then it's a different situation. Then they're in a similar uh, requirement to us. But right now, they don't have that knowledge. And they're not judged on the things that they have not come to uh, understand yet. But we understand. We are the great, wonderful Davidians. We have the message. We have everything. Well, good. That's good, brethren. But the other side of that is we are held to that standard, each one of us. You want to not do certain things, certain requirements, certain suggestions of the Lord? Does the Lord make suggestions? I don't know of any suggestions that he made. Okay. There, he has requirements, he has commands. And when he has told us to do something, it is life or death to us. We do have to do these things. And if we don't, the Lord cannot work either for us or with us. Does God hear the prayer of those who reject present truth for other ideas? This is a serious situation. We have people who are guilty of sedition, uh, 
uh, we don't think too much about sedition, uh, but it is one of the um, uh, works of the flesh that we need to understand. He does not hear the prayers of those who are walking in the light of the sparks of their own kindling. If we ignore present truth today for our own ideas, for, for anything that is, uh, that uh, uh, if, we, if we're rejecting present truth for our ideas of what should be, what was, what needs to be uh, a new light that the Lord has given us, it doesn't matter what. We are out of touch with the Lord at that point. A very serious situation. You can see in the behavior of these people, as time goes on, uh, the effects of this. To be disconnected from God is the most serious situation there can be. You have cancer, but you have a close connection with the Lord, you're fine. There's nothing really wrong, seriously. You have uh, 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 some other terrible problems, but you are closely connected with the Lord, and truly so, that's fine. The terrible things around you, the physical things, it can destroy your body, but it can't touch your soul. But if you are disconnected from God, because you are walking in the sparks of your own uh, 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 kindling, <clears throat> you, are in a, you are in a very, very serious situation. And there's many Davidians like this. It is a common thing in Davidia. We have been given all the truth that we need, but instead people want to go and mine their own truth. They want to um, extract their own oil over and over again. People want to have their own uh, sparks, their own kindling. And they say, it's not sparks, brother, it's truth. It's truth from the spirit of prophecy and blah, blah, blah. But if it's not present truth from the message, it is our, of our own kindling. God does not hear the prayer of these people and their behavior and their, uh, the results of, as we watch their life go through its course, you will see the effects of being disconnected from the Lord. Give up the way of the flesh for the way of the kingdom of God. Now the works of the flesh are manifest which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft. Uh, what is witchcraft uh, and idolatry? Today, it is actually witchcraft. It could be astrology. It could be any of the dabblings with um, uh, the, hmm? Right, right, that's a good one right there. Uh, any of these things, uh, part of uh, witchcraft. Hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresy. Study this list right here because these things are part of the works of the flesh, just like murder and adultery, which we are sure we know and agree are the works of the flesh. Uh, strife, seditions, uh, seditions. What is sedition? Seditions is uh, talk, talk and, and, and plans and and actions against the Lord, the Lord's association. Sedition, did we realize that sedition was a work of the, of, of the flesh? It is a way of, of uh, short, um, 
circuiting ourselves from the Lord and from the kingdom, it is a certain way, brethren, just as all of these other things. Uh, evil talk, evil sedition, it, it, it sidetracks us from the Lord uh, just as much as any of these others. Heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Us, we are here for such a time as this, the unfolding of the prophecies of Revelation, the kingdom of, uh, of God that will last, uh, that will never be destroyed, but, but last forever and ever. But we will not inherit it if we are guilty of any of these things. Hatred, variance, emulation, wrath, strife, heresies, envyings. Brethren, uh, uh, the works of the flesh are more extensive and dangerous than we understand. We have to give up all these things. Fornication, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations. Variance, uh, uh, we don't think too much about it. Is there variance among us? That's a work of the flesh that separates us from God. The fact that we do have any variance in our heart uh, is, uh, is a work of the flesh. Um, I would urge you to either give up the variance or to give up the message, one or the other, and I hope it's the variance, of course. Emulations, wrath, strife. Do we have these things, brethren? Yes, we do. We as a people have these things. Seditions, we talked about that already, but didn't know that that was uh, wrong. I'm a, I believe in Bashan, but we, they have seditious talk right and left, okay? Heresies, well, we understand about heresies. Uh, uh, there are people there that have the heresies and they cherish them too. Envyings. This is a problem. And to have the slightest envyings of someone else is to be guilty of uh, the works of the flesh. We cannot do that. We cannot be saved in this situation. We cannot expect the Lord to hear our prayers. Examine yourself carefully on these things. We have been told that we have to have that hour of meditation and self-examination and prayer. We do need to have this. It's not a literal hour. It could be shorter or longer. But the point is, every day we need to uh, come into line on these things. Uh, do, have I experienced this? Have I had any jealous talk, envious talk? Have I been critical? Have I have been guilty of sedition and so on? Brethren, these are things that separate us from God. They disconnect us even for a moment, and, and sometimes longer than a moment, brethren. If we let them go on and on, you think, oh, well, I'm not guilty of fornication, adultery, and lasciviousness. Uh, well, maybe, maybe not, brethren. There's a wider definition on those things than some people think. But let's say it's true. You're not guilty of that but you're guilty of these other things. Do you think that that puts you in a better situation? It doesn't put you one bit better situation. We cannot be guilty of any of these things. We have to give them all up. It is a good thing to give them up. It's not a hardship. 
it is the kind of thing, once we get rid of these things, that is, we, we get rid of a lot of things that are, we're carrying around on our back, and life is a lot better. It's better on a mundane level, and it's better spiritually as well. Instead of those things, uh, these are the things that we need to have in our life. Compassion. We need to be compassionate. We need to be honest. We need to be diligent, orderly, temperate, patient, humble, courageous, peaceful, and joyful. If you see a sad, um, a cranky, um, impatient Christian, you see somebody who is not a real Christian, or at least we know for sure he's not a real Davidian. We cannot be Davidians and not be uh, having, having all of these characteristics in our life. How do we get them? How do we get these things? We get these things from the Lord. These are good gifts that he will not fail to give us. We have to ask, and then we have to take hold in faith that he has given these things and to us and move forward with them. And as we do this, uh, and, and we're truly in connection with the Lord. Remember, a lot of people, their prayers are basically to themselves. I hear a lot of people saying, the Lord told me X, the Lord told me this and that. And while I don't actually usually tell them anything, I watch them closely because uh, I have very large concerns that the Lord is speaking to them in such a clear, uh, distinct way in their head. The way the Lord has spoken to all of us is in his message. That's why it's called the message, God's message to us. And those people who are getting all kinds of um, uh, personal messages in their minds from God, um, you watch them and they are not in connection with God. They have sin that is continuing unresolved in their life. So what is going on? They pr their prayers are staying in their head and being answered by their head, uh, by their own mind. And um, this is not the situation any of us want to be in. When you want to know something, you want to answer to something, you ask God for help in understanding it, and then you go to his message. The message will answer it. God will answer through his message. But if you think that because he spoke to Sister White directly, that he's going to speak to you, you are making a serious, serious mistake. Now, God does have a way to speak to each one of us directly, and that is through our uh, enlightened conscience. Everybody has a conscience, you know. It's part of the mind that uh, human beings were created with. Now, if you were a Chinese communist, what do you think your conscience will tell you in, in a situation about religion? Okay? It's going to tell you that religion is bad and you should not teach children religion. That's what their, their, their trained conscience tells them. Now, our conscience, if it is properly trained, enlightened, it will tell us what God wants us to hear. Okay? And it will speak to us. And it is God's voice to us then, because it is speaking his words from the truth. So that's, that's fine, but, um, but your conscience is, is, is not going to tell you things that are not 
uh, in the message. And uh, the people who do have a, a direct connection to uh, the Lord uh, uh, in the sense that a, a prophet like Sister White had, those people are um, going down a wrong road. They're walking in the sparks of their own kindling. They're a very serious situation. So remember, com uh, compassionate, honest, diligent. Uh, is it necessary to be diligent to be sealed? Oh yes, it is. The Lord, when the Lord wants to call um, uh, someone to the work, what kind of man does he call? A busy man. Does he call an indolent man to the work? No. The indolent man needs to get moving. He needs to correct that problem. Not, there's not any lazy, indolent people going to receive the seal. It's a life or death uh, uh, requirement for every Christian, every Davidian. Orderly. If we are disorderly, uh, if we are unorganized, let me put it this way. If we are unorganized and stay unorganized, it becomes a deep-seated habit way of life. It cannot be, brethren. We need to be or orderly. We need to be systematic in everything. And there's many, many good reasons, many, uh, uh, many um, hours we could talk about that, why the Lord wants us like that. But it doesn't matter. He has said that, and it's enough uh, there on the surface. Just accept it. Temperate, patient, humble, courageous, peaceful, joyful. Brethren, if we are willing to embody these things in our life, we're going to be victorious. We're going to be the people that he wants us to be. We're going to be amazing. And regardless of, of, of um, that this is not our, our, our reason for doing these things, we're going to be well thought of. People, uh, people like to see pe uh, 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 people who can, who can embody these things in their life. They may not want to do it themselves. It may be that high performance Christianity, it's all too much effort. I don't want to do it. But you know what, if they see it, and they see it being genuine on our part, it will have a strong positive effect. This is our closing thought. How to put these things into practice. Resolve, not in your own strength, but in the strength and grace given of God that you will consecrate to him now, just now, every power, every ability. It, don't wait. It's dangerous to wait another time. A more convenient time may never come. You will then follow Jesus because he bids you. And you will not ask where or what reward will be given. It will be well with you as you obey the word. Follow me. Your part is to lead others to the light by judicious, faithful effort. Is that our part? It is our part. It is our part now as, as members of the vanguard and as uh, uh, members of the 144,000. That is our job, to lead others to the light. <clears throat> and there's nothing, no, um, no work more important. There's no calling more important. People are dying by the millions, Sister White says, every year. They're going into eternity unsaved. To save these people, to lead them to the light, 
is the greatest thing that we can do for them. We should feed them and clothe them and help them. But the truth that we can give them is, uh, that will save them forever is by far the most important thing that we can do. And brethren, it is not going to save anyone if we talk with our mouth one way and act a different way. And people are very critical. Uh, the enemy will help them see every uh, false step that we make. You might um, uh, live your life 90% good, but that 10% will grate on them. They will see it clearly. It will be a loud sermon uh, uh, um, contradicting everything, every good thing that you have said. <clears throat> Under the guardianship of the divine leader, will to, to do, resolve to act without a moment's hesitation. Don't hesitate. If we hesitate, we can lose everything. Don't hesitate. Uh, I want you to, uh, I'm, I'm asking, I'm hoping that we all um, will uh, let go of our current ideas, our current way of living, our current hesitations, our current um, 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 connection with all the, uh, our, our sins. Uh, we have our little weaknesses that we love. Uh, let go. The Lord will help you. If you, if you have an, a, a besetting weakness and you say, Lord, please help me. Uh, will the Lord answer you on that? If you're in a state of grace, he will answer. That is a good thing. He will not fail to answer. And uh, when he does answer you, remember that he expects you to do your part. This is one thing that, uh, that confuses people. Well, I asked the Lord to uh, take away the desire for that sin, but I still have the desire. Well, the Lord expects us to do our part. As it, there are several um, um, things involved here on our side, and we're not going to go into that right now, uh, but uh, he will help us overcome if we sincerely and uh, uh, continuously uh, uh, ask him to help us overcome. So brethren, don't hesitate. Do it now from this point on. Uh, resolve to uh, put away the, the, the lusts of the flesh, all of them, uh, so that the Lord will hear our prayers continuously. Uh, resolve that you will embody in your life continuously these traits, these Christian Davidian traits that he has called us to embody. Uh, everything else in life is secondary to this. All our hopes and dreams, all our desires, uh, uh, those things have no concern in the ultimate uh, 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 waiting of things. Uh, what we need to be doing now is bringing ourselves into line with this. Don't hesitate uh, from today let us uh, become uh, the kind of Christian who has let go of the lust of the flesh and embodies the Davidian virtues, Christian Davidian virtues that the Lord has asked us to embody in our life every day. Thank you, brethren. God bless you.